Welcome back, everyone, to Shrimp on Deck. Roger Hoover now joined by the pitching coordinator for the Miami Marlins, Chris Mahalik, who's had an extended look at the Jumbo Shrimp over the last few weeks. And uh, first of all, Chris, just what are your early impressions of Jacksonville's pitching staff? Well, I think we've got a young staff. With, uh, there's a lot of talent there, and um, I think there's uh, they're doing a good job of, of, of learning their daily, daily routines and, and what they need to do to compete at this level. And uh, I think it's starting to show now that they've kind of got their feet wet a little bit and we're in the second month of the season. I think guys are... Are, are relaxing a little bit and, and uh, letting their talents take over. Well, it's pretty unique for opening day, at least. Uh, four of the five guys are making their double-A debuts. Neidert had only six starts last year. So is this one of the youngest double-A pitching staffs you've ever worked with? I would think so. I mean, it, definitely. There's, you know, uh, th throughout the, uh, I would say, the staff as a whole is younger. You know, usually you have, uh, you know, three or four prospects on there that are younger, first time there, and you usually have that older guy, a couple older guys on there to stabilize the staff, stuff like that. But uh, as a whole, this is definitely one of the, the, the younger uh, staffs that I've seen in AA. And you mentioned as we get into the second month of the season, guys are starting to figure it out a little more, and that includes the bullpen. you got to really like what you're seeing out of them lately. No doubt. You know, a lot of times when, uh, you know, guys get to a new level or something like that, they try to do more than they're capable of doing. They, they, they think they've got to be better. And that's the one thing that we've tried to, uh, as an organization, try to get across to the guys, hey, we're not going to ask you to do anything that you're not capable of doing. Just go out there and let your talents, let, you, let your stuff play, and, and, and let the hitters get themselves out. And we do that by throwing strikes and getting ahead, stuff like that. And, and I think they start, to, they start to realize it. Usually when guys get to a, a different level for the first time, they always take their lumps because they do. They try to do too much, and they think they have to, their curveball's got to be better. No, they just have to throw their curveball in a good spot. Let's talk about some individuals. First of all, Pablo Lopez started the year on the disabled list due to injury in spring training, but he's come in and his first 19 innings have been scoreless. What's allowing him to have so much success? Oh, I think, you know, number one, he has tremendous stuff. You know, his fastball, he has an above average fastball and, and, and command of that fastball. Um, and he, 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 he pays attention to detail throughout his daily throwing program, his, his side work and stuff like that. He, he pays attention to it. He works on his stuff that he needs to work on. And he's always asking questions. And I think when he goes out there, he just competes. He loves to compete, and he's got the stuff to go ahead and, and, and to challenge hitters in the strike zone. He came over from the Mariners in a trade. Same thing can be said for Nick Neidert to able to come over in the Deke Gordon trade if he liked how he's approached his starts. Oh, no doubt about it. And, and the biggest thing that I, I like is that he's made adjustments. You know, he's, he's not afraid to make a, an adjustment, and, and whether it's in, the, uh, in his mechanics or whether it's in his pitch selection or his pitch repertoire. He's willing to do that. And, and at first they may not seem comfortable to, to the pitcher or to Nick at first, but he's worked through it, and now he's, he's feeling pretty good out there on the mound. You mentioned adjustments. One of your starting pitchers, Max Duval, said that he had a cutter that you guys have kind of rebranded now, a slider, and that's an adjustment that's made over the last few starts. No doubt about it. You know, he he, uh, he was a little inconsistent with his cutter, and um, you know he was having he was having trouble locating it and 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 getting the the results that he wanted from it. So we just and the one day in the bullpen he was throwing and he threw he threw his cutter and it was more of a slider, and he kind of looked at me and I looked at him. I go. Was that your cutter? And he's like, well, he goes, yeah. He goes, but it's more of a slider. I go, well, that slider's a pretty good pitch. I said, why don't we try to make that our pitch right now? And, and then maybe at some point, uh, if that cutter, we need to get that cutter back, we can. But he's, he's adapted to that slider, and I think it's been a pretty effective pitch for him. 
And what about tonight's starter, Cody Petit? What have you liked out of him so far? Well, Cody made a nice adjustment. You know, he he, he made the adjustment from the first base side of the rubber to the, to the third base side of the rubber. And, and what it's enabled him to do is the hitters don't see him as well. It's added a little deception to his delivery, and they pick the ball up just a little bit later. And and he's made that adjustment. And and the thing about Cody is he competes. And like, like all these guys, they're throwing the ball over the plate. They're challenging people in the strike zone, and, and, and they're having success. Speaking of competitors, Colton Mahoney has been used in a variety of different roles, whether it's starting, we've even seen him get a long save. you got to like having somebody like him in the bullpen that can do a variety of different things for you. Oh, no doubt about it. Very valuable. Very valuable to the organization, but also very valuable. Uh, it, it's valuable assets for him and his career. There's multiple things that he can do. You you need a start, he can do it. You need a guy to come in and, and throw strikes at the end of the ball game, he can do it. You need length out of the bullpen, he can do it. And and the reason that he's able to do it is that he's efficient with his pitches. He throws them over the plate, and he challenges the header. He gets ahead, stays ahead, and puts them away. Been a lot of changes for the Miami Marlins coming into this season, and for you joining this organization in the role of pitching coordinator, what made this an attractive position for you and part of a fresh start for the Marlins? Uh, I think the people in the organization that you know, uh, Gary Dembo, Dick Scott, uh, obviously Derek Jeter, uh, new owner. I mean, all he's ever done in his career is win, and I think the the, the quality of people that are in the organization it was something I wanted to be a part of. I saw the direction that. I know the direction that the, the, that the organization wants to go in, and I want to be a part of that. I, I, I want to help in that cause, and hopefully I'll, I'll be able to do that. And for Marlins minor league pitchers, is there something you want them to be always known for, any way you're trying to shape them and really stand apart from other organizations? Throwing strikes. I want them to be able to throw. I want them to get ahead, first pitch strikes, and then I want them to command the, command the ball in the zone because in order to get to pitch at the big league level, you have to throw the ball over the plate. Uh, not too many times do you see guys chasing pitches out of the zone. Uh, you know, the majority of the outs come in the strike zone, whether it's a swing and miss in the strike zone or con weak contact in the strike zone. And that's what we've uh, tried to instill in spring training. That was from day one. We're going to throw the ball over the plate and we're going to challenge hitters in the strike zone. And due to circumstances, you've been with the Jumbo Shrimp a lot over the last few weeks. But when you get your reports, when you see the video from some other levels, who are some other pitchers that are really impressing you right now in this organization? Well, there are quite a few people in uh, in AAA. The AAA rotation is, has been outstanding uh, this year. We've actually gone to a six-man rotation up there. And uh, uh, Alcantara, uh, Zach Gallen, Ben Meyer, uh, the list goes on and on up there. Dylan Peters, Adam Conley's made adjustments. He's starting to throw the ball well. Um, and so it's, it's, it's really nice to see those guys. And they're all doing the things. They're all throwing the ball over the plate and challenging and challenging people. And then down below, you know, we, we've got uh, – um, Duggars, Robert Duggars throwing the ball well. We got him in a trade. He's doing well in Jupiter. Uh, Jorge Guzman's, uh, you know, we got in the Yankees trade. He's throwing the ball. He's he started uh, uh, in extended at the beginning of the year. Just uh, had a little little injury at the beginning of the year, but he got he, so he lost some innings in spring training. We wanted to make sure that he was 100%. So built his innings back up. He's now throwing in Jupiter. Uh, Edward Cabrera and uh, Greensboro is, is one of the guys that's throwing the ball well. And then and then uh, Puckett. We got a kid, a Puckett, uh, Brady Puckett is throwing the ball well in um, in Greensboro, and so you know there's a lot, there's a there's a lot of bright things going on, and a lot of things to be excited about. Last thing as we start to wrap things up, I read in your Marlins bio, of course, you played at Notre Dame and before pitching in the major leagues, but it said you were an extra in the movie Rudy. What scenes were you in? That's one of my favorite sports movies, I think most people's. <laughs> uh, well, it's funny, you know, they put that in there, and uh, I, I'll be honest with you, the extra part that I was, was I was in the football stadium when they were filming the football, you know, football scenes at halftime of a game, so somebody thought, a PR guy thought it would be great to put me in as an extra. 
Um, but funny side story about that quick one. Uh, uh, Rudy is from my hometown. I've known him for a long time. I've known him same from high school, right? Same high school, okay. same college. Yes. So I've known him for a long time. And actually, when I was there at, at, at Notre Dame, my senior years, when they were filming it, and I would see Rudy on the way back from class and he called me over there behind the, the camera. He said, Chris, Chris, come here, come here, watch this scene, watch this. And so I got to see a little bit of it being made and it was pretty cool to hang around those guys for a little bit. That's gotta be nice and you gotta like seeing Eric Jagailo, another Notre Dame guy in this roster. Well, you know, Jagailo, I don't know if we claim him at Notre Dame, but no, no, Eric's great. We have, we, we talk Notre Dame all the time. I give him a hard time about it. Uh, we go back and forth, but yeah, it's, it's, it's good to see a fellow Irishman out there. Awesome. Well, Chris, thank you for joining us. Best of luck moving forward. Anytime. Thank you very much. That's Chris Mahalik. Back with more in a moment. You're listening to Shrimp on Deck on the Jumbo Shrimp Network, presented by Community First. 